1: Song Facts Get some facts right here Get you song facts Welcome 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 to the Song Facts Podcast and I am your host Corey O'Flanagan This podcast is proudly a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network If you're listening and you're enjoying it, please go ahead and hit subscribe, leave us a review, let us know how we're going. In the show notes, you can contact us a number of different ways, and we would love to hear from you. Good or bad, doesn't matter. Send us some bands you think we should talk to. We're always open to suggestions, and just thank you. We really appreciate you listening in the first place. Anyway, today I am really excited to bring you this guest, as it is a band that I have not only seen live at a small dive bar, my personal favorite type of venue, in my old hometown of Denver, Colorado, but I actually booked the gig with a buddy of mine, which actually got a bit messy, as we will explain. Their names are Brian and Andrew, and their band is A Shadow of Jaguar. If you like dirty blues, slide guitar riffs, backed by heavy drums and a full tank of energy, then you will love these guys as I do. I got them to strip down a bit and do three of their songs for us on just an acoustic and electric guitar, and I loved it, and I hope you will too. Please enjoy A Shadow of Jaguar. Alright, we got Brian and Andrew of A Shadow of Jaguar, and let's, guys, let's start out with this with a little bit of a, um, let's give our backstory of how we, we met, because it's fucking crazy. Um, so you guys fill in the blanks for me, but essentially a good friend of mine saw you guys playing up in, like, Vale or something like that, and just loved it, and went and introduced himself after the show. And then I think he said along the lines of like I should try and get you guys a gig in Denver or something like that. Is that what you guys remember? Who's wait? Who was it? Now my buddy Ryan.
0: Yes, who booked us? Yes, he booked us at. Uh, who was that that was the King of this gig, right? That, yep. That went yeah. terribly wrong.
1: Yeah. Oh um, my god, did it go sideways? So it, it went sideways real fast um,
0: <laughs> because the. He was trying to get us extra money from the venue, which his his heart was in the right place. But the guy, English was his second language. And so he thought that he was trying to cheat, that we were trying to cheat him. And so it turned into a whole debacle where he wouldn't pay any. He, he paid us less than we agreed upon. Yeah. And then we had to go back the next day and like mediate it out. It was a, it was a whole thing. And then he was like... I, he was. He had that scary Eastern European thing. Going, oh, you, you, you cheat me! You cheat! I was like, oh shit! I'm not, it was. Not, I'm it not, was not.
1: definitely like staring down the barrel of the Polish mafia, is what it felt like, from what I remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but oh,
1: yeah, regardless, yeah. it was a oh, yeah. great gig. What a cool! Yeah. What a cool idea it was in general, because it was the Polish. Uh, Independence Day or something like that that we decided to play over so like we got everyone dressed up and wearing red and white and so that's how we originally met what I know about you guys is that when you're playing live you absolutely bring it and it's so much fun there's so much energy um, built up between just two people and I hope that your guys moved to Brooklyn has continued that you've been playing some great venues and you've just been showing even more people what it is that you can do. And so um, let's let's get right into it. You guys are going to do some songs for us. So what are we starting off with?
0: Uh, which one do you want to start with? Start with mellifluous.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's start. Mellifluous. We'll start with the, we'll start
0: with the the, the beautiful one. Uh, it's called mellifluous, and it means like sweet music. Let me look up the actual definition so I don't butcher it. Because uh, <laughs> sweet or musical, pleasant to hear, uh, and that is just kind of what we we're the vibe we are going for with this song. And it's. Uh, it's It's a love story.
1: Love it. that's like i didn't i didn't expect to hear something stripped down like this where did this song kind of come from because this doesn't sound like anything i think you guys that i've heard you do before
0: it's on the first album we just it was very uh it's different especially in the acoustic setup um it's, it's kind of one of those ones that works in both settings a lot of our music doesn't work acoustically so we were trying to think of what uh what would, what would work well and this is like the bread and butter of that it's uh, you know, just a nice little, nice little warm up to the day.
1: Yeah. Why not? Where, where's this uh recording studio or this practice space that you guys are in? Uh,
0: we're in Brooklyn right now in our, in our rehearsal space, um, which is now our, our recording studio. Uh, we used to record out in Denver with, uh, Todd Dival of silo sound, who's okay. always been great to us and shout out to him. Um, so yeah, now that we live here, we didn't want to pay twice as much for Recording and we just figured it out. Figured out how to do it.
1: How has the uh, move to Brooklyn treated you so far? It's been a few years now, right?
0: Yeah, it's been a few years now. I mean, it's it's great. I love it. I'm from here originally, so I'm you know, this this is kind of like what I'm in for. Colorado was a weird move for me, you know, coming yeah. out and learning new new things. You know, just learning to be as outdoorsy as everybody else. I, I couldn't keep up. <laughs>
1: it's It's a little bit of a strange music scene in colorado too from my five years there it just isn't i mean it's obviously not like new york or brooklyn or anything like that but it's also i mean i thought milwaukee had a better scene probably atlanta even some smaller like beach towns that i've been in um i don't know i just found the live music scene especially in terms of like finding some music like you guys are doing that's a little bit bluesier um to be fewer and far between so i'm happy that when i found you guys and, and was able to listen to that there
0: yeah, Colorado's big into jam for sure. It's it's one of the most loyal scenes, which is great. Like, you know, all the music venues that it can support. Like, there are uh, very few other cities like that where it's like a, you know, mid to large size city that has so many venues, right? The Milwaukee's and Kansas cities and, you know, even like, I would say Denver is kind of close to Chicago in that regard. they like, there's a ton of venues and it yep. competes with major cities like that. Hmm. But yep. you're right. I mean, the, the, the blues and, and rock, scene there is is very niche and there is a scene for it it's just not that's not denver's thing denver is a jam scene
1: it definitely is a jam scene that's that's a really good way to put it because you've got um and it's just kind of the central tourist spot so you get all these bands that come through and and open and play like quixotes and places like that that are just these smaller venues that'll be the after show for the show at red rock so yeah, yeah I think that's a really good point there's
0: a lot of people moving there now too there's a lot of like like you know the guys from lettuce moved there and Andy frasco moved there there's a lot of like guys bigger guys in the jam world that moved there I think I don't know Krasno moved there but there were you know just got bigger names in the jam world that went there because it is a, a nice hub because you can go east and west easily from there and it's just a nice scene that the big gigantic guys are from there
1: yep what's the um so you guys put out a record here in 2020 different brain when did that drop?
0: That was in January.
1: Oh, right at the um, beginning. Were you planning a tour behind that, and that kind of got that kind of got busted up? Yeah.
0: Here? Oh yeah, we uh, we had a big tour. Um, our our brand new agent had just worked out a big tour in the Northwest from Colorado, and you know, whole thing. And uh, that's been. I mean, at first it was you know everybody thought it was going to be just a little while, so you push it a couple weeks, and then a couple more weeks, and six to eight months later, here we are
1: unbelievable
0: <laughs> yeah for the end this one uh this next one is burning home which is on raw and uh it's about a nightmare i had one night and, like usually I, I wake up and i just you know you forget them in two seconds but uh you know this one stuck with me i'm, I'm so, curious
1: about this because i just inter- I, I just interviewed this other uh songwriter this woman and she said that just recently she moved to la and started Remembering her dreams more vividly, and actually had a song um, come to her, and some melodies and lyrics like that have been coming to her in her dreams. Is this the first for you? Or is this something that's happened before?
0: This, I mean, like this was the first one that really stuck with me. So, like, I mean, especially when I stopped smoking, it, it, it kind of like it really comes back to you. Your dreams get way more vivid, and and you know, it kind of this was the first of those dreams where I woke up in like a panic. It was like I, you know, because it felt real. It, it, I hadn't had that experience before. Yeah, and uh, you know, it it took me a second to like realize that I was okay. I'm, I'm in bed. It's fine. And then it, I sat up and was like, "Well, you should try and you know use this, work with it." Um, and that's kind of where this one came from.
1: Great. Let's hear it.
0: Uh, well,
1: should we do
0: it? Let's do it. Let's sing about night terrors.
2: get back with you your name but you you cannot be make-
1: Facts Podcast right after this. Now I know for Andrew that that's probably not quite as fun as just beating the crap out of a drum set, but I think that this is really a cool way to hear you guys, and I love it. <laughs> no, but it's a new it's a new challenge. It's it's fun in its own way. <laughs> You gotta go. How often do you sit and play, pick up a guitar? Um, I've been playing guitar my whole life, like since I was a little kid. Um, mostly just for fun, you know. So I always have one in the living room. So I'm always, I'm always messing around on guitar. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is the first time we've actually done this sort of a uh, setup, and uh, that was actually the only time we've ever played that whole song all the way through in this format, so. You know, no, no rehearsal for this got at all. A little solo section, and I didn't know where. Uh, where <laughs> no, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it worked great. Um, so um, one of the things that um, I was able to find this, I pulled a, I pulled an old interview, <laughs> and I got some more information that you guys had put down about that song, like you said, created off of a nightmare that you'd had. There was a home burning on the far side of a field and standing right in front of me was a little girl covered in blood and screaming and crying, and her family was in the home.
0: Yeah, where'd you find that? That's cool. That's exactly what that was.
1: That's off of, uh, I found an old interview from Glide magazine. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. um,
1: Yeah, it, it was, I mean... It reminded
0: me a lot of oh man I'm blanking on the name of the painting now I should know it's the very famous one of the guy on the bridge doing this face
1: okay the scream
0: yeah the scream yeah uh, and it, it like it was between that and like that scene in Inglorious Bastards where Shoshana's like running across the field it was, was kind of like that and it, yeah it was, it, that was the moment where I woke up and I was like oh, I think you're fucked up in the head man like something, <laughs> I think something's wrong with you But yeah, that was that was my nightmare. And I I couldn't. I was trying to like at first I was like, oh, shit, is that little girl like somebody in my life? And that like supposed to be me? Like, I I don't know what it means. Yeah. Uh, And then at the end of the day, you just have to be like, well, your your brains. Fucking weird, man, your your dreams are going to deceive you. And, you know,
1: I think that goes that way sometimes. I I mean, that's one of the things that I wish that I could do better was remember my dreams. It doesn't matter what state I'm in mentally. I just don't seem to have that. Like it's it's got to be instant, and I've got to recap it, or else it's just gone. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into this last song before we completely lose signal. So this is a brand new one that is nobody's really heard. Is that right?
0: This is a brand new one that'll be off the next album that uh, will be out in the next few months. Hopefully, we're we're you know we're getting there.
1: It's uh,
0: coming together. You can expect it in the near future, though. Yeah. Cool. It's called "savior Me," and it's about uh, well, it's basically about social media, I guess, um, and how someday it'll be gone, and I'm not going to feel bad for any of those people. <laughs> Let's see.
2: been this difficult before well gotta make it out dead or alive cost of living seems like it's got a tent wrapped right around our necks but she don't know that i'm ready to fly when it's gone to dust your black You're all right. Fight for lights and beg for shares Won't get you anywhere, but you don't know that it's going to collapse. When it's good to dust, your plastic world won't hold you up. I'll tell you something you want. It's some pride Cause you are bad.
0: There's 10,000 people outside our window they're just going, going
1: crazy right now. I can yeah. hear just a hint of it, but I can, I believe that they're out there. There's,
0: yeah. There's dudes throwing shirts at us and all kinds of stuff.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, it's impossible for you guys. To, I don't even know how you're staying focused on what you're doing. It's a, it's a crazy, um, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I wish that I would have had a little bit better service, but you know, it happens. And, um, just thanks guys. Yeah, thank you so much, man. thanks for
0: having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. uh, Hopefully we'll see you very soon. Hopefully catch you over in Europe.
1: Okay, I know that was a very stripped down, and I would say lovely way to hear these guys, but don't doubt me when I tell you that if you see them live, and you should, they rock. I am so excited to have had them on the show, and I very much appreciate A Shadow of a Jaguar for coming on. And as always... For the stories behind the songs, go to songfacts.com.